What's up, sinners? I'm back. I am your atheist by design, and this is still my motherfucking podcast. I hope you've all been well. It has been, what, like two and a half months since I've done one of these? Hey, life is crazy. Life has been wild. I hope you're doing well. hope everybody's doing well. I've kept up with uh, my analytics and, and checked out my listens, and wow, people are still listening, even though I've been gone for two and a half months. So thank you very much. If you've been listening or catching up on back episodes, I greatly appreciate it. So a lot has gone on in the world. A lot's going on in my world. Just uh, real quick, um, I started a new job the first of the year. Everything seems to be going well. Um, you know, just changes all around me. Th- things have changed in my girlfriend's life and just changes. And I like it. I like, uh, I like changing things up every once in a while. I think it's good for the soul to have new challenges and go in new directions every once in a while. But the world, and and you can take comfort in this, the world is still batshit crazy. It's just like it was when I left it a few months ago. It's still fucking crazy. Um, so I'm going to catch up on a few things, and some of this is going to be old news because it's been out there for a while, but I haven't been around. So um, number one, why in the world, why in the world does MAGA Nation think that they're going to get anywhere Talking shit about Taylor Swift. I get it. You don't like seeing her at the football games and and so on and so forth. I I think the secret is they realize that she has a lot of power. She has almost a cult-like following, much like Donald Trump does, and I think they're scared to death. I love it. I fucking love it. You know, it it seems weird. Nobody was raising hell when Tom Brady was winning Super Bowls and they were showing his wife, Giselle, the supermodel, every 10 minutes. Nobody seemed to be upset about that, but Taylor Swift has pissed off a lot of old, grumpy white dudes, and I think it's fucking hilarious. Also, I think it's kind of crazy that they're doing this because this will be the quickest way for them to get their asses handed to them. I, I, I find it hard to fathom and understand why they're doing this to themselves. It's like, it's like subconsciously they're trying to destroy their own movement. And this is the perfect way to do it because you have to realize that um, Taylor Swift's fans aren't just young teenage girls. There's a lot of 20-somethings out there that grew up with Taylor Swift, and some of them have registered to vote and some of them have it. And I think just by her telling her fans to go out and register to vote, I think it's going to make a huge difference. So keep it up, MAGA Nation. Keep talking shit about Taylor Swift. I fucking love it. I might could name two Taylor Swift songs if I tried really hard. Don't particularly know her music. I don't really spend my time listening to pop or country. So, hey, I'm kind of out of the loop on this whole thing. But I think it's quite hysterical that she's got MAGA Nation into total fucking meltdown. Okay, how have you been? Everybody out there doing all right? I should have said that at the beginning. I hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's happy, healthy, and well-adjusted. As well-adjusted and happy and healthy as Taylor Swift seems to be. Holy shit. So uh, the world has, has continued its downward spiral and continued in its madness. All this wild shit going on. And I don't need to break it down for you and go into too many details because it's pretty obvious that it's out there for everybody to consume. And um, speaking of consumption. Uh, Since I last spoke to you all, I've changed my habits a little bit. 
I used to be one of those people that, you know, I get home in the evening and the first thing I would do is turn on the news. What happened? What's going on? And I would turn on the news and I don't, I haven't been doing that for the last several months. And I, to be honest with you, I've taken on a whole identity that I never dreamed I would do in that I have spent the last um, several months watching all of the NCISs and the criminal minds and the SWAT and the FBI, all these drama TV shows that I never watched before, had no reason to believe that I would like watching these things. But man, and luckily for me on my YouTube TV, it seems to be on pretty much 24-7. So I haven't been watching the news. So if I seem like I'm out in the dark or a little behind the times, that's why. I've gotten my news from the Super Bowl and from NCIS, which doesn't really talk about the news much. But as a result of this, I think I'm in a little bit better of a mood. I think I've been a little bit happier lately. I mean, there's been some changes that have gone on in my life for the better that, you know, obviously make me happy. But I just feel like I have a whole lot less anxiety staying away from the shit. Now, I still get it, you know. The only social media that I have is Instagram, and and I really, you know, I'm more of a observer than I am a participant when it comes to Instagram. But, man, my lack of consumption of news over the last few months has been pretty fucking awesome. And this is the time when everybody else seems to be cracking down and paying close attention to the news because we are in an election year. And we have two grumpy old white dudes running. I don't understand that at all. Um, oh, I got a little little fact for you, a little tidbit for you. So um, let's see. Bill Clinton has been out of office for over 23 years. He has not been the president for over 23 years. And he is still younger than the two old knuckleheads that we've got to choose from in this upcoming election. Wow. You know, I really think that Biden and Trump should just throw up their hands and, you know, turn it all over to some 65-year-old whippersnapper and, and, and skip, let's give the 65-year-olds a chance for a change. Let's, let's, let's let them get into the game. Holy shit. No, what we really need is a maybe a early 40s pissed off woman to be elected president. That's what we need because that will get shit taken care of. You'll get sent to your room. You'll have to fucking pick up after yourself. The whole world will change, you know, because I don't think Donald Trump or Joe Biden have probably ever had to clean their room. They've always had people to clean their room for them. And, I, you know, that's, that says a lot, doesn't it? Somebody who's probably never had to do chores, never had to earn an allowance, running the country. Get down. What do you think about that? But yeah, my anxiety has gone down tremendously. I'm in a better mood. I'm also now at a new job to where I actually like the people that I work with, the purple people. I didn't mean to say it like that. This is my first day, my new face. Um, I really like the people that I'm working with now. Um, and they don't sit around talking about religion and politics. Go figure. They're a little bit more soft-spoken. They're a little bit kinder. They say please and thank you, and 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 it's it's quite refreshing. I'm not gonna lie to you. Now this this new job hasn't been all 
that I'd hoped it would be, but still it's better than what I had to deal with before. And I really like the people I work with now. So, Hey, there's always a chance. Things can always get better, but I'm not quite sure what the fuck is really going on in the world. So I do like my YouTube and I do like going on and my YouTube feed usually consists of stuff related to music, comedy, um, a lot of history stuff. I'm a, I'm a history buff. I go down some some rabbit holes of history from time to time. But every once in a while, you know, you get in your feed. You can't avoid it. It's got to be something stupid that Trump said or something stupid that Trump did. And, you know, that's all par for the course. What I've really noticed over the last few months in my less consumption of news era is Tucker Carlson really seems to be trying to get us to fall in love with Russia. I mean, he goes over there, he, he interviews Putin. Um, he's now trying to sell the story that we went in and we're the ones that actually killed um, this guy in Russia that had been in jail and he was, he was someone that stood up to Putin and he was a rebel. And yeah, Tucker Carlton is trying to say that our government killed one of Vladimir Putin's enemies. Now, I don't quite know what to think about this. You know, when he was on Fox News, he was always trying to convince us of how much of a patriot he was and how much he loved America and that America never, that the United States could never do anything wrong and that we were, we were the friendly people in the world and, and we were the ones that always uh, had a higher sense of morality and we always did the right thing. We always took the high road. All these things that Tucker used to preach to us on Fox News, and now, now he's telling us that we're just a bunch of killers. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, part of that's right. We are killers. We have gone around the world and killed, you know, a lot of people in our existence. But you know, it's just kind of how the world works. So, I don't understand this whole mentality of uh, why are we trying to make brutal dictators look softer friendlier, more, more wholesome, more family friendly, you know, that's what he seems to be doing. So that kind of caught me off guard a little bit here in the news. Um, you know, there's been some good things that have happened. You know, science is an amazing thing. It's, there's been some discoveries made in the last few months that are, that are quite interesting. I think, um, you know, they're trying to make us happy, healthy, and well-adjusted. Um, now the whole, trying to say that a frozen embryo is is a life form um, seems to kind of go against everything that I was taught in the Cub Scouts, that if it's frozen and it's dead, it's not alive. Um, not quite sure uh, how we're supposed to take that. But, you know, hey, man, if you're pro-life and you realize that you've pissed off the majority of the country by outlawing abortion, um, you know, you grasp at everything you can, right? You just try to try to save a little face, try to save a little face. Um, a few other things that have been going on, um, they're talking about, you know, as of right now in the state I live in, in Virginia, um, it's legal to buy marijuana from a dispensary, as long as you have a medical card, 
if you get caught with a small amount, it's no longer a crime. But they're they're talking now. They're trying to vote it through about how it's going to be completely and totally legal in 2025. That's a year from now. Um, and I I think it's great. I'm a huge supporter of this. I've been a huge supporter of legalizing uh, marijuana probably most of my life. But some news articles came out. Um, here in the state that I live in, in Virginia, where the guy who's, you know, sponsoring the bill in our state legislature has come out and said that there will be $1.5 billion worth of illegal or non-state sanctioned marijuana purchases in the state of Virginia this year. $1.5 billion. That's with a B, kids. So he also proposed what the numbers would be if in 2025 that, you know, they were able to tax all of the sales of marijuana and make it so that, you know, you could buy marijuana everywhere and it would just be, it would be taxed. It'd be taxed high, much like cigarettes and alcohol are. And then he started talking about where that money would go. And unfortunately, this is the kind of thing that always pisses me off in state um, legislation, only a very small part and a very small fraction of this money would actually go to education, to the school system. And I just think that's a big crock of shit. I remember back in 1990 when, uh, or might've been 89 when they approved, approved the lottery in the state of Virginia. And the big selling point was we're going to take the proceeds or part of the proceeds and put it into public schools and please let us pass the the lottery because it'll be a great thing and then the lottery got approved and every year these uh localities and school systems are struggling for money school teachers are still having to buy supplies and resources out of their own pockets to take into their classrooms and i just think that's a big crock of fucking shit i don't think there's any reason why any school teacher in the united states of america as underpaid as they are should ever have to dip into their own pocket and buy materials and supplies for their students. I mean, look at the wealth just in the state of Virginia. If you go into Albemarle County and then go up into Fairfax County, I think Virginia now has more millionaires than any other state in the country. And just in the local economy here, Lynchburg has a multi-million dollar shortfall for the Lynchburg City Public Schools. And I just, I don't think there's any fucking excuse for that shit. So, yeah, I mean, legalizing marijuana is, for me, it's always been about common sense. But it needs to be about supporting communities, about supplying funding for the things that really fucking matter. You know, not raises for senators and congresspeople. You know, and that's what's going to happen. You know, that's what's going to happen. If they ever legalize marijuana at the federal level to make it completely and totally legal, the first thing that's going to fucking happen is you're going to see Congress and in the Senate, you're going to see their their salaries double. And they get to vote on it, right? They don't get to ask us. But they're going to double it, and their reason behind it is going to be, look at all this new tax revenue that's coming in from the legal weed. excuse me, that's what they're going to do. They're going to use it as an excuse to put more money in their own pockets. You wait and see what happens. 
But anyway, wow, that was a quite the rabbit hole, wasn't it? Hey, sinners, do I have a deal for you? I have teamed up with the Maytin Backpack Company. Who are they? They are the biggest selling backpack company on Amazon. That's Maytin, M-A-T-E-I-N, Maytin.com. If you go to Maytin.com because you're a listener of this podcast and you enter the word atheist as the discount code at the end of your purchase, you will get 10% off your purchases. Now, I have bought six of these bags over the years. I've kept three for myself, and I've given three of them away as gifts, and everybody loves them. I use them every day. That's why I reached out, because I only want you guys to get turned on to the best products that I find. Again, Maytin.com, M-A-T-E-I-N. Enter the discount code ATHEIST, and you'll get 10% off of your purchase. Please check them out. I think you will thank me for it. So on a happier note, I just want to tell you a little bit about an experience that I had. Actually, just just happened yesterday. So my girlfriend and I went to a baby shower uh, for a friend of ours, and um, the the father, uh, his cousin, is a guy that we know through him. Great guy, young guy. I mean, he's I think he's in his late twenties, maybe I don't know, but. Um, one of the nicest people you would ever hope to meet. Now, visually, he's pretty scary looking. He's a rather large man. Not large as in fat, just big and strong and tough looking. Um, uh, kind of intimidating when if you, if you don't know the guy. But once you start talking to him, he's just the sweetest soul out there. And so anyway, uh, we run into him. Hadn't seen him in a while. I got to talking to him. Asked him how his life and career was going. And he seemed to be pretty happy. He... Um, he went through and got his education. He's now a uh, bodyguard, professional bodyguard, and he spends his time trying to build up the business. And he's talked about his travels that he'd gone to Brazil with a client recently, and he'd gone to some other cool places and this and that and the other. And in talking to him, you know, this is a guy that's just building his career. He just started doing this a couple of years ago. And he he kind of he went sideways on the conversation and went in a direction that I wasn't really expecting. And this is just to tell you the type of person that he is. He started talking about plans for some things he wants to do in the in his community where he grew up and offering, you know, uh, safety classes and protection to women in the community and so on and so forth. And I just it, it struck me of you know, how selfish am I? I mean, really, how selfish am I? You know, I did this several years of this hunting down a new job and it's all been about me and it's all been about how I feel about myself and how I, you know, feel about where I'm at in life and what I want, what do I want to accomplish and all this other stuff. And it's, uh, it's all about me. And then you talk to somebody who really is just getting started in their career in life. And I can't imagine he's making too much money yet. But he just wanted to talk about opportunities he's got and trying to create ways to contribute and help people in his community. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. And then, of course, I'm standing there thinking to myself, I am such a selfish asshole. I don't. I just felt like a low life. I really did because this guy is 
like, yeah, 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 I got this thing going, but let me tell you what I really want to do. I want to do this in the community and I want to help these people and I want to start um, this outreach group and I want to do this and I want to, and I'm just like, holy shit. But I also had another thought about it. Uh, I've spent a lot of time sort of badgering the millennials and the Gen Zers and stuff. And I'm a Gen Xer. So if you, if you follow Gen Xers, they usually are pretty stuck in their ways and pretty judgmental people and guilty as charged here. Thank you. Um, but this guy really gave me hope and made me think, wow, you know what? If, you know, if two or three out of 10 uh, millennials and Gen Zers think this way, and want to carry themselves this way. And do the, are they all thinking about their communities? Are they all trying to start good things? I'm like, wow, if this happens, then these generations will be more productive and more important than my generation. Because my generation, we grew up in the 80s where it was all about me, 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 and greed and money. And you remember the movie Wall Street, you know, Greed is good. That's what they taught us in the 80s. And gluttony and, and being self-absorbed, that's what we were told makes you successful. You know, I remember hearing the old saying, he who dies with the most toys wins. But talking to this guy yesterday, I'm like, wow. And it just it just had the old wheels turning in my head of thinking to myself, holy shit he can't be the only one that feels this way in his age group. He can't be the only one of that generation that feels this way. He's, he's got to be part of a crowd, right? And it just gave me some hope. I mean, real hope of like, wow, we might come through this thing on the other side. Once the old pigs, the old GOP, you know what the GOP stands for, right? Grumpy old people. Once the grumpy old people go wherever it is they're going to go, that makes me wish there really was a hell. Once those people are out of the way and younger people can get in there and do positive things, these young people that have grown up in a world where some of them are second and third generation living below the poverty line, but they have this access to information now that maybe their parents or their grandparents didn't have. And it's, you know, one of the wonderful things about the internet is you can actually, if you look hard enough, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. You can see that things can get better. You can witness other people making their lives and the lives of the people around them better. You just have to go out and see it. You have to look for it. Well, their parents didn't have that, right? A lot of people, if you were born into a family that, uh, you know, lived below the poverty line or lower middle class, you didn't see that the rest of the world was sometimes different. You didn't see that there might be opportunities to improve your place. And that's what life's all about. It's about opportunity and information. Information makes the world go round. So my hope is that these people that grew up um, being raised by parents and grandparents that thought, Hey, this is just our station in life. This is just the way it is. This is how, this is the hand we were dealt, but they don't have to think that way anymore because they can see the rest of the world 
And this guy that I talked to yesterday, he can see where he can help. He's going to take what he does. He's in the security business. He's in the, the bodyguard business. And he can see how he can take that knowledge that he's gathered and that experience that he's learning now, how he can take it back to his community and just help people. Fuck, just help people. As simple and as ideologic as that fucking sounds, it's it's basic. He, he's, he's figuring out this career path that I've chosen, how I can flip it and make it positive in my own world, my own community. And man, I am just blown away by that. You know, Tucker Carlson has used his powers for evil, but I think there's some young people out there that really want to use their powers for good. I'm just saying my girlfriend's son's one of them. This guy, the sky's the limit. There's no limit on what he can accomplish. And I really believe he's going to do amazing, good things. And uh, so I'm hopeful. I came out the last three months. I've kind of been away from this podcast. I've had my head down, working, trying to make the best out of the situation that I'm in now with my employment and so on and so forth. And now without watching the news, raise my head up, look around, without watching the news, I'm seeing some positive shit happen. So, you know, when this election comes up and you get to choose from one 80-year-old or the other 80-year-old and they're both uh, in decline, let's just say, and let's think about what we can do at our level, what we can do in our communities, what we can do with our families and our friends. You know, I've heard people talk, I've got customers that I deal with that they're all like, man, I hope this election goes the right way. We need, we need this and we need that. And, and they're slowing their business down. They're sitting back and they're watching. They're all getting into that fucking news cycle, uh, brainwashing thing where they're like, oh, you know, I'm going to wait and see what happens with the election. How many times have you heard people say that? I'm just going to wait and see what happens in the election. Guess what? That election doesn't mean fucking shit because after that election's over, no matter who won or lost, you still got to get your ass out of bed and go to work tomorrow. That's what you fucking got to do. And whatever happens in that election really isn't going to affect you. But what will affect you is your community. So the better we can make our surroundings and the better we can make the community around us, the better our overall lives will be. So think about that. We're going into an election year. We're going into full-on crazy. But it's really about us and the people around us. We're going to make the world a better place. We're going to make our world a better place, no matter what they try to fucking do to us. All right, that's it. That's enough for me. It's good to be back. God damn, it feels good. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you liked it. If this was your first episode, thank you for listening. Uh, if you're a repeat listener, thank you very much, especially those, I've, like I said, I kept up with my analytics, and it looks like Hey, man, haven't missed a beat. A bunch of people have been listening, going back, listening to older episodes. Please do that. Please go back. Listen to The Journey Begins. That's the first episode. That's where I really talk about how I ended up being who I am. So anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, please rate, subscribe, do all the things on whatever platform you happen to listen to me on. I greatly appreciate it. Greatly appreciate you. I hope everyone 
is moving forward in positive ways. We've got to stay positive. I'm the first one to get down in the dumps. But I, after yesterday, I'm like, God damn it. We got to fix this shit. We got to move forward. So thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful week. Plan on getting back on schedule with the podcast now that life has slowed down a little bit. But thank you very much for listening. I hope you all have a great week. And I hope everybody out there goes out and does a ton of sinning. So are you looking for something totally inappropriate to give as a gift or to just keep for yourself? Something that might be offensive, might be even a little bit abrasive, something that maybe you can put it on your desk and create a little shock value in your world. Please check out atheistbydesignco.com. This will take you to my Etsy shop and it's got some stuff on there that might raise a few eyebrows. So please check it out atheistbydesignco.com. Thanks.